Hello there, and welcome to the latest episode of the Sift Takers Snapshots podcast. I'm Ben Hibbert, and I'll be your host this evening. Joining me today is Mr. Rich Polly. Yeah, mate. You almost got away from us this week, didn't you? Think playing X Wing's more important than talking about it. <laughs> uh, I know. Never mind. It was the only day we could do the game, so it was just one of those things. But here we are, an hour later than normal. I'm just disappointed you didn't lose, and I can make fun of you for it. Well, it's becoming a habit. <laughs> and uh, also joining us this evening is uh, Daryl, or should I call him Mr. Generic? <laughs> Evening. How are you? Uh, good. So this week we're going to talk about the uh, the unofficial Polish Nats that happened over the weekend. Obviously, uh, Daryl did okay, that's why we asked him on. <laughs> yeah, I, I, yeah, okay, was about right. I think I ended 14th before the top 16, so it was close. Good innings. Yeah. Making cut is the very definition of did okay in a, in a tournament. <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah. And it, it, had, um, it had a, a good strong field as well, so yeah. Yes, we'll definitely. Co- we'll, come to, we'll come to some of that later, though. Um, yeah. So it was sure, run yeah. by. It was run I was by Bartosz, say, wasn't it? Give a shout out to Bartosz as well because uh, TTO crashed during the event, and I think it was round six. Yeah. yeah, the end of round five, or like I think while round five was happening, um, it just crashed, and yeah, it was down for an hour or more. So we yeah, had to manually tell him all the results so he could plug everything in and figure oh. out what the last round was going to be manually. That's but, pretty impressive because I'd be lost if it happened to me. <laughs> he had a um, he had another uh, Raphael, uh, the guy who we've we've talked about his blog a couple of times. It does the X Wing Analytica um, was playing and he he helped out doing um, doing the pairings and stuff. But yeah, fortunately he had an offline copy. But he then had to bend his brain around manual pairings. So. Yeah, no, but yeah. it's good shout out for keeping it going because I'd have just panicked and gone, right, it's cancelled, call it off, we're done. <laughs> yeah, there was a discussion of whether we should finish the sixth round that day or have the sixth round the next morning. Um, Everybody was like, no. <laughs> um, well, there was, there was an even split of people responding saying they were happy enough playing tomorrow and the, and the other half saying they wanted to finish it today. So um, All the people who hadn't made cut saying... I don't want to come back tomorrow. I just want to play one more game and then go to bed. Yeah, I have a sneaking suspicion that was the case. Yes. Yeah. Oh, I've already made cut. Yeah, I'm happy to play my sixth game tomorrow. Yeah. No that that was that was my response. It was like yeah. I just need to win everything from this point anyway, so doesn't make a difference. <laughs> yeah. You're like you're in your own mini cut. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. So what did you bring? Oh, sorry, Ben. I... I'm stealing your thunder, Ben. Go on. All right, mate. Yeah, <laughs> so shall we talk about uh, Arrow's <laughs> list then, shall we? <laughs> uh, I brought a slight tweak of actors list that he brought to uh, the Lima Open, um, which was six uh, vultures and two bombers. Um, mm. The two bombers have plasma torpedoes. Um, the six six vultures, three have discords and. In his original list, the other three had nothing, but that left you with a four-point bid, which seemed a bit of a waste for eight I1s. So I threw two of the Thread Tracers. Uh, why, would, two. why would you not? Yeah, I Thread think, Tracers um, are great. I love Thread Tracers. I think he actually flew that version of the list in well, stream one night. Um, and I know he, he took the bid because he really likes to move first. Yeah, I can see that. Um, yeah, actually, my top 16 game, if I had had the choice, I would have gone second. But that was purely because my opponent had the Pinata droid. Yeah, TA-175. That's the one. I've got the list up. I'm not just clever. I've just got the list up ready. Yeah, yeah. So as it was, you went first, and then he got a bunch of free calculates. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was yeah. not a pleasant game. That uh, <laughs> did not go in any way in my favour at all. Was that one of those games where you thought to yourself, if I win this initiative dice roll and I get to choose to go second, then I probably win. And if I lose it and I don't get to choose and he makes me go first, I probably lose. Because I, I, I kind of love and hate those games where you're just looking at it going, mm, this is going to be really easy if I get to choose and really hard if I yeah. don't. Yeah, like it definitely is one of those games where being the first player or the second player, your odds 
because because both lists are so similar, um, your odds of being while being the second player are slightly better. Yeah, it's um, a really nice efficient list, yours though, isn't it? Like it's just two hundred yeah. points. There's no spare really. Um, yeah, yeah. You know, you, no droids, uh, no what do you call them? Um, probes. Um, no struts, so you're actually yep. having to fly yep. around the rocks, and you've chosen three small rocks, which is oh, yeah, 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 yeah. small rocks possible. Who flies around rocks? That's ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> it does, yeah, it does mean that you have to fly slightly differently. I've flown the, the droids with struts a lot more than I have without, and being able to bounce off rocks is really, really, really strong. I really um, cannot give up that config, it's just too good, it's ridiculous. Every time the... I see without it, I just, it, it's just so much choice. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's I the landing it. on them and then action rolling off them that's just <laughs> ridiculously good. It's yeah. ridiculously good. Oh, spin- no, well, the fact that you can sit on them, but the fact that you can land on them and action roll off them is... Yeah, or well, you've even just got the fact that you can sit on the rock, have your front end pointing at the enemy with the rock in between. They don't get a defensive bonus from it, but you do. <laughs> So all of a yeah. sudden you're now a three green ship. All, I know. You know. So that by itself well, is. You don't need to sell me on but... the benefits of droids like. <laughs> yeah. Horrible things. Yeah. They're disgusting. I love them. And, and to be fair, up until this week, I would have said that I uh, wasn't a massive fan of Discord missiles. Everybody was always like, "Oh yeah, they're broken." Blah blah blah. Oh yeah. And every time I play against them, I always have barrel rolls, and I don't really care that much. I just roll away from. But I saw the benefit of them this weekend. Like, did you giving did you them to one Bob or something and just laugh? No, well, uh, so whenever I played, <laughs> no, actually, uh, against uh, Timo, uh, he was playing two IGs. Yeah. And I put a Discord on each of them because they can't barrel, barrel roll. Um, <laughs> it's fun, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then if they do manage to like land funny so they get them off, oh, they have to take a damage for the privilege. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes. Oh, they're amazing. Jeremy. Yeah. I bet he was really happy to come up across them, wasn't he? <laughs> no, not really. Um, no, I don't think so. Did he swear at you a lot not... in German? <laughs> no, no, no. No, he was you know, he's a lovely guy to play against. Um, <laughs> but I, he just, I think, realised that it was a matchup that was not going to be in his favour. Yeah. Um, like he, he flew really, really well. He was able to arc dodge a lot of stuff whenever he needed to, but just, yeah, I have too many arcs to dodge and eventually something goes wrong but eventually those three green dice give out are those igs man mm. they can they can just live and live and live it's like yeah. sometimes and then all of a sudden they, they suffer the, the kylo ren curse or the silencer curse the three greens just show up blank and but i mean they've got eight health so you know they're kind of okay with that like yeah. once or twice <clears throat> yeah um yeah so but spoiler alert your plasma did job did work the, the the first list knocked Daryl out of cut, didn't it? The um the droid list that we were just talking about. Yeah, yeah. Philip, Vic, Vic, some no V I K I C. I have no idea how you actually yeah. pronounce that. I was looking at it just Vic, now. Vukic, <laughs> possibly Philip Philip Vukic. There's sure. a there's an accent above. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yes, yeah, probably does Phillip, sound Phillip, like a yeah, Philip. It's Philip Vukic. Um, he's I been think... around um, nationals and um, system opens and Euros and things for a while. He's a, oh, he's a okay. very strong player. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so he had that. Um, what well, he had eight ships. Um, mm-hmm. but he had uh, a HMP in TA one seven five with General Grievous and stabilizers, mm-hmm. and then ion missiles and thread tracers and no struts either. Correct. So yeah. he had a he had a nice little mixture combo um, of putting iron missiles and stuff in instead of discords and no uh, no hyenas. Yeah, yeah. thread yeah. tracers again. Like having eight ships, thread tracers. Um, your damage output just goes up because target locks are better than calculate. Yeah, against that one ship. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but you will delete that ship. Yeah. Um, it w- it's great if it's you know worth some points. It's less good if it's a vulture droid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's a, it's. I think it's the one drawback to thread traces. They're an amazing upgrade, and they're in so many lists that I'm building at the minute for two points. But um, yeah, I think they're really strong against the like kind of three four ship lists where you can just really threaten something by sticking a ton of locks on it. 
Mm-hmm. Um, How much first... do you think they'll go up when the points change go up? Oh, I think they'll be like five or six. Mm. I think they'll be high enough that you really have to make a, a, a conscious choice to put a set in. And, no, and they're just not going up that much. Do you think? Um, so the Dark One Probe Droid, which is their other option for getting target locks early, yeah. um, is five points and you get two of them. Yeah. Um, those, you can just automatically get them if you position them well. Um, but the Thread Tracers... No, it's not that. Well, it's your target log action, but you can do it while your while your your own ship is beyond range. So you get target locks early, and then whenever you do eventually go in, you've got the lock and the calculate. Um, I know, I know what you're saying. I don't but, think they're analogous. I think you have to look at them because people now know how to play around droids, um, probe droids. Yeah, you, you 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 charge across the board, and you make them take choices between target locks and calculates. Um, on the first turn of the engage, so that they don't get both. Um, mm-hmm. Whereas with thread mm-hmm. tracers, everybody just takes a calculate, um, or yeah, everybody so... just takes a focus. And then if your ships that have got thread tracers are still alive when it gets to their turn, they shoot a thread tracer, and everybody else has got a modded or a double modded shot. Yeah, the thread tracers you need to be at range of the target, um, um, <laughs> and you also have to hit. Like you can roll three dice and just get hit hit eyeball blank and your opponent goes roll three dice and oh look there's two evades and you don't yeah. like so yeah um, I mean and that's I think why they're going to go up quite a lot because putting two in a list now mitigates part of that I, they might not go up to five they might go up to maybe four but I think they're going to increase I also think ion missiles will bump straight back up again because they're, <laughs> uh, they're just ridiculously low um, yeah two is two is very very cheap yeah yeah um, so and then Philip went out in top what four no eight I think he dropped top eight didn't he yes I believe so yeah, yeah. did um, uh, did you have any memorable matches that like stick in your mind um so let's see I was playing against the four A wings in the first round uh, Mateus Kapersky Kapersky uh, that I lost and yeah A wings just get to arc dodge and shoot out the rear and that's not very pleasant it was close but yeah he definitely had the advantage in that uh the my second round was against three arcs and warthog yeah they they get deleted quite well whenever you just point all of your guns at one ship and then point them at the next ship and just keep rolling down the line Um, that was the that was the one list that beat the winner, three arcs and warthog. Oh, really? Really? Okay. Yeah. yeah. Oh, the I think round. it was two people playing uh, that list. Um, yeah. I think it might have been the other guy potentially. Beat him in the uh, first round. Would he have beaten him later on in the day when he was on the roll and he had his, you know, he had the feeling for it? Maybe not. But first game of the day, um, mm-hmm. three arcs and warthog. I think guess just rolled across and smashed it. Yeah. So, yeah. Since you mention it, shall we? Uh, shall we talk about the final then? Yeah, man. I mean, the two interesting lists. I know you probably like both of them. You I actually can, might. I, you might actually own the ships to fly these ones. I, I can table. I can put them both on the table very easily. I can probably put two versions of each on the table. No, I haven't got two hawks. Um, so um, I'll I'll talk about the um, the resistance list, and then because uh, you know I'm the token resistance player on the podcast. Um, so I was chatting with a few other resistance um people players um we are the resistance and all that nonsense um <laughs> and uh we we came up with a list between us that we called joisty mcjoist face which was um what we figured was probably the strongest joisting list in the game um turns out probably not uh, which we'll get onto in a second. Um, but it was basically um, Alessandro Mazzi, who came second, um, flew uh, Jess Pava, Lieutenant Bastion, uh, Heroic Red Squadron Expert, Finn with Heroic, and Automated Target Priority, which is a nice little addition, uh, and Rose um, Naked. Um, so a five-ship joisting list, and basically everything there has got um, double mods. The Red Squadron Expert doesn't really um but Finn, yeah, Rose, Bastion and Tava, it's just passive mods everywhere everybody gets re-rolls everybody moves takes a focus you've got um a 
couple of I2s that can go out and clear space um, for the rest of the ships to come in and, and land in behind them and get their tokens. Um, yeah, the, the version that I was playing about with, which uh, gets rid of Pava, no, sorry, keeps Pava, gets rid of Bastion for another Red Squadron expert, and that gives you enough points to put C3PO on rows. Um, you have to take tar- target priority off Finn as well, but then you can basically get um, rerolls and a calc on rows, Finn and all his nonsense on Finn, um, a target lock um, on uh, one of the two red squadrons, and then Pava with our rerolls as well. Um, and it's just, again, passive mods and loads of stuff going on all over the place. And that C3PO cal- um, coordinate is amazing, um, makes rows 30 points, and that's huge, huge value. Um, for a ship with like basically infinite rerolls and um, some tokens, and it's ultimate basically need... just giving the coordinate though, right? Because C3PO has long range coordinates to ships with a calculate action, isn't that it? Yeah, but he also um, when you do a coordinate, she gets a calculate. Um, yeah, yeah. So she she always gets to take the calculate. So she's either got two calculates, which is better than a focus, um, or she's got. Um, or she's got one calculator, having given somebody else a full action, so she yeah. can trade. She can trade half an action out for a full action somewhere else. So, um, and because she gets rerolls, it's it's really good value on her. So, yeah, I, I love I love this list, and um, I, I don't know if Alessandro's considered the the other version, but um, one of the lads, um, Matthew Mandarov, who's a, a Croatian guy, who's a really accomplished um, resistance player, he's done really well and made cut in a bunch of big nationals tournaments and stuff. Um he swears by the C three PO um version with the two Red Squadron experts and him and Alessandro have apparently had a, a discussion and neither of them has been able to convince the other that they're wrong. So um, I think yeah. it's just I think it's just preference to be honest yeah. at that point. Um about yeah, what, I, what I actually played apply. Alessandro in round four. Um, yeah. So I did. Um and it was actually very close. It it felt like it was going a lot more in his direction and then about two turns before the end I deleted another one of his ships and got it back to I think the points between us ended up only being fifteen or sixteen points between in the end. Yeah. And uh, Alessandro is a really strong player as well. So, you know a, a very strong player with a very strong jousting list and, you know, you're it's gonna take a long time before you come up against somebody who's accomplished enough playing against big multi-modded jousting squads to, to do something about them. But mm-hmm. um, as it was, Alessandro came up against Starvold in the final. I don't know what his real name is. Starvold. He's, he's been in a couple of our events. I recognise the yeah. name. Um, I've yeah, never spoken to him. Um, um, it's nice to see a, um, a Aztuk again, isn't it? I mean, I know we've been seeing the three, but I mean, we, we never see Wolf Waro anymore. Well, last two podcasts we've been like oh i wish rebels had something because they've they've got nothing and it's boring and rebels just haven't got anything and nobody plays them and then this turn yeah the turnout <laughs> for rebels was huge in this, this and, the, and and they won it mm-hmm. <laughs> when was the last time rebels won a major event uh, it'd be beef i bet on it or would it be it jack with been, the system open jack at the system open or one of the beefs or, or i mean it did come second at worlds to ollie so you know but that's obviously mm-hmm. not winning, but that's still a very good finish. So I think Rebels have never really gone away. They're just under the, the top level of the enthusiasm because there's nothing new and interesting about them. But I think Starvolds find something really cool here. So Apparently six dice Wolf is really cool. <laughs> <laughs> should, we, yeah. should we talk about the list and then talk about why it works and why yeah. it's terrifying? Yeah. So we've got uh, Janos in the, the Hawk with Thermal Detonators and the Moldy Crow. Wolf Waro, Naked. Uh, Jake Farrell, also naked. And then he's got Dutch with a dorsal turret, ion torpedoes, R3, and concussion bombs. So you've got the, the cheeky empty, you can bomb Wolfaro and turn his ability on from the first turn. <laughs> yeah. So with Dutch having the concussion bombs, he bombs him, flies forward, takes a disarm, reloads it, and has his three concussion bombs for later on in the game for when yep. he needs them. Um, I was chatting... Uh, on the Firestorm Discord with Ollie uh, Pocknell, and he says he reckons K2SO is better in the fourth slot than Dutch. Um, and then you put the um, the concussions on Janors, and I was like, but then you can't reload them. And he was like, but you don't have to drop them turn one. You can think about mm. your opponent. And I was like, I suppose. 
But, you know, what's the point in putting a ship on that can roll six dice if you don't immediately activate the whole six dice thing? Um, but, you know, that's probably why he's world champion and I'm not, because I'll, I would be like, no, I have to I have to turn his ability on. I've built this entire list to do it. I guess it depends if you're against, like, a, like against a swarm. You probably don't want to bomb yourself, do you? Because yeah. you're probably going to turn him on pretty quick. <laughs> exactly. You want to keep it, don't you, at that point? And I think the benefit of the list is that there's... There's two targets that you don't want to shoot, and there's two targets that you do want to shoot. So you want to shoot Janors and you want to shoot Wolfaro, and they're the two three dice guns. And Janors is the thing that powers Wolfaro up to make him the five slash six dice attack um, after Dutch has, has has bombed him turn one. Um, but then Dutch has given him a target lock, <laughs> and then Jake can pass him a focus, and then Wolfaro, if you think he's going to be getting shot a lot. Could then just reinforce, um, yeah. and have a, and have a reinforce focus target lock wookie, and you just never spend your focus unless you need to to stay alive, and then you roll the double modded five or six dice attack into somebody, and that's after Janors has softened them up probably with a double modded three dice attack, <laughs> um, and then after you've done all that, Dutch follows up with ion torpedoes, so you know where he's going to be next turn if he's not dead, and then after that. Jake just plinks a little bit of damage through. It's disgusting. I could see, uh, it's a very you list. This it seems like the I've, sort of you'd fly. I've flown it. I've, I, I used it um, last night in just a casual game, and I, I used the um, the K2SO version. And it took me a while to turn Wolfwaro on, but when it did, Janors died the next turn, so I never got the six dice god shot. But I got a couple of five dice attacks, and it's just ridiculous. Like you double mod in a five dice attack into somebody, and it's just uh, here's an advanced proton torpedo. <laughs> but it's double modded, and then next turn, I'll just two hard round, and it's up to you to try and avoid it. And then the next turn, I'll two hard round again, and it's up to you to try and avoid it. And the thing is that everybody is moving at fours apart from Jan in this. I mean, in, in the list I was doing, KTSO moves at three. So he's moving at three and coordinating something to Wolfaro, who's then moving and, you know, getting that things off. Oh, it's just actions all over the place. It's, um, yeah, it's really good. Um <laughs> I, I do like the list. I'd, I'd like to try it myself, actually. It, it seems like I like lots of different moving pieces. It seems fun. The thing yeah, is, it's all it... just synergy. Like every, yeah, I mean, everybody works together, but that's what rebels are designed to do. So, if you look at this list, you think I have to kill Janors first, then I want to kill Wolfwaro. But the way that Starvold was flying it in the game, I think I saw two of his games, maybe one. Um, I can't remember. Um, but he was kind of keeping Jan and Wolfaro back and just like being quite delicate with them and offering, you know, you can get three shots on Jake if you want, or <laughs> three shots on Dutch if you want. He's already done his job. He's given he's, he's given Wolf his target lock. <laughs> he doesn't have to do anything else now for a bit. Um, and, you know, people, like, if you look at the list, the first thing you think is, I have to kill Janors. And that's the most important thing in this in this list. And then I have to kill Wolfaro, and I have to have enough left to do that. Um, when by the time I kill Jan, and the trick to pilot in this is to make sure that it's hard to kill Janors and it's hard to kill Wolfaro. Um, and obviously, Starvold has done that brilliantly because he's made it to the top table and he's won the event. So, yeah. Well played. I mean, I, I played a, the seven dice Wolfaro version when you were still allowed to do it, which is fun, <laughs> fundamentally the same thing. But yeah, with trick shot, it's exactly the same thing. But um, you couldn't activate him from turn one, um, which was the which is the big difference. Um, mm -hmm. You know, because now you can you can activate him from from turn one and double mod everything the whole way through. So yeah, I think I think it's incredibly powerful against three and four ship lists. It's hugely powerful against them. I think it might struggle more into well-flown swarms and stuff, but obviously he has probably come across some swarms over the course of the day um, because, you know, he's won it and swarms are popular at the minute, but who I bet, knows? Uh, I bet Jace is sad he's uh, sold his wolf, air wolf now before <laughs> Varro's making a comeback. He might be. I mean, that said, I'm look, looking at the list properly. He's got thermal detonators on Jan and he's got concussion bombs on Dutch, so he's actually all right against swarms. <laughs> you know what I mean? He's just gonna, just gonna stick, you know, jump over the top of them and start carpet bombing the place. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, yeah, it's, it's amazing. I love it. We just work our way down from the top then, and if anything tickles your fancy, 
Yeah. I actually quite like the look of the Lucas number three, uh, the Django Sunfac, because it's just two ships, but they're both I6. And it yeah. has a 13-point bid, which at I6 might be a little over the top, because most ships generally are I5. Did There's he run a few out I6s of... about it, but... He ran out of slots, didn't he? he... Oh, like... probably, yeah. Oh, he's got everything. <laughs> um, he's got a he force, he's a got a more... reroll, he's got... He could have put a more expensive something in instead of false transponders. <laughs> Is that illicit? <laughs> yeah, a false trans- instead of a hole. False transponder codes has its place. I like it on an I6. Um, it allows Django to go forward, target lock something that's target locking you, and jam them at the same time. Uh, yep. And then, I6, and then because you've done a, a an easier move, turn one of their focuses down to an eyeball, uh, down yeah. to a blank anyway. Yeah. Yeah. I, I watched Lucas playing a couple of games and he was doing, he did it really well. So, uh, but he he got um, he got Wolf Arrow to death basically. He um, he had the six dice Wolf Arrow double modded yeah. thing um, yeah. into Django Fett, and he had I think it was five dice or maybe yeah it must have been five dice into Sunfac, and it was at range three through a rock, and Sunfac went from four to one um, with some you know positive variance for the for for Lucas, um, but like his greens just didn't hold up in the turns where he really needed them to. Um, yeah. So he was getting halved in a single shot from Wolf, and it's just crazy that it can do that. So, yeah. I think it's actually Wukash. Is it? Yeah, I think so. I'm not gonna. Um, I'm. I'm not gonna go full farmer. Um, <laughs> I, I just. Um, I, I know someone at work called the same. It's the only reason. <laughs> but um, I think uh, I actually didn't see this match flown, but uh, wasn't it a very close match? Because I know mm. our group chat was saying that they were thought that the Sunfact might make it through. It looked like it might have done uh, for a bit, and then suddenly no. Oh, um, basic, basically was from my perspective was what happened. Um, it looked like it might get really close, and Django might, and then suddenly no. It just it just went wrong uh, for him at, at one point. Um, I mean, it was an interesting game. It was a close game, and you know, Sunfac was, you know dumped Janors on a rock to turn off one of the, the, the shots, but Janors being on a rock still gives Wolfaro an extra dice. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. And I think it's still it's double modern, so yeah. Very brave bringing two ship lists in the sort of swarm meta we're in at the moment. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah I know it's certainly um, something I wouldn't even dream of doing to a big event. A f- I mean, he's obviously done well with it, so yeah. I, was one of us is wrong. I mean, a few... <laughs> A few crazy people did bring two ship lists. So um, Phil GC from the 186th brought um, Supernatural, Obi, and Anakin in the ETA. And Etta, yeah. sorry, that's uh, in the Actus. That's, that's um, there you go. Phil can't fly more than two ships. Yeah. Six. <laughs> six <laughs> yeah, if, he, if he flew more than two ships, I think his head might explode. Yeah, six, <laughs> six, six health on um, behind eight green dice for most of the game. And uh, I mean, he, I think he went 0-2 dropped. So it just didn't go. He, um, he came um, up against quad wikis. Um, in I turn, think he he lost round one. He was yeah. winning round two, and then his computer died. Ah, uh, got you. Okay. Oh, um, um, Ollie had the same problem. Yeah, Virgin. I so yeah, I think Virgin crashed across all across um, uh, England I, south. I yeah. think I think I think the real fills issue was because you know there's a fake fill as well. Pond. Um, <laughs> Pond. Yeah, that's the one. That's the one. Yeah. Um, I think his computer actually did die. Um, oh. Ollie, I think, was an internet issue. Yeah, you know. Yeah, so Phil Phil came up against oh. Wookies in in the first round, and Wookies did what Wookies do to aces, which is just they rolled and rolled and rolled red dice at them until the greens just didn't hold up anymore. <laughs> yeah. um, and they didn't hold up fairly quickly. Um, I think the game was over in about half an hour, forty five minutes. Um, yeah. But it was uh, yeah, interesting list from Lucas. Uh, sorry, Wukash. There's another interesting one. Well, I think it's interesting. The fact that it's also playable in hyperspace. There's the five Inquisitors with foresight. And that's actually yeah. legal in hyperspace as well. Because, you know, it's infuriating whenever your opponent has three greens, a force, and an evade. And yeah. whenever you do it five times. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's bonkers, that. Yeah. Yeah, like, the potential double tap on all of your ships is uh, quite strong. Yeah. Bullseye, but 
I mean, Still do you just fly that list by flying around and taking evades every turn? Pretty much. Like, it depends on the matchup. Um, I think if you're flying against a higher initiative list, you probably take an evade every turn. Um, point your arcs towards them, have a force evade, and just tank whatever they throw at you. If you're playing against like uh, a, a swarm that has a lower initiative, you probably boost barrel roll focus a lot more and just try and arc dodge. Like you basically are the ace. Like you're essentially just you know. They haven't got. Point, super, they haven't. How do they boost barrel roll focus? No, boost or boost, I mean, boost right, or okay. barrel roll and focus. I was, They've got I was a link like, what? To... Wait, what? No, no, no. <laughs> um, although I'm. Four of them with supernatural and concussions. That's also a lot of fun. Yeah, not I'm actually uh, surprised we don't see more of the um, the foresight inquisitors because uh, Kelvin Lau, one of the um, Canadian guys, me and Tim was uh, knocking around with at Worlds. Uh, he made day two at Worlds. I think he had like three of them and Vader or something like that. Like, yeah, that would work. Yeah, they they just. I'm just surprised we don't see it more because they're clearly good. Yeah, I think they just require a bit of practice in setting yourself up to catch your opponent um, with the with the foresight whenever you can. Um, it's foresight's the bullseye snapshot for force point, isn't it? Yes, yes. Yeah. So you spend a force to uh, use it as a bonus attack, but you get I mean, a free a free single eyeball mod. Yeah. Um, it also has the like uh, missile restriction, so you don't get a range bonus, but you can okay. use it as your normal attack. So if your opponent yeah. is at range three in your bullseye, you can have a two dice attack, the free eyeball mod, and your opponent doesn't get the range bonus for the extra green dice. Yeah, I think um, I can't remember the guy's name. Um, the guy uh, Paul Larue and Jean Luc's son both flew uh, something with that. On it at Worlds, it was a Republic list with a mm, mm. CLT Foresight Jedi in it, um, and I think both of them made cut. Oh, so, was so that one where there was an issue been... with Foresight ruling? Yeah, yeah because it hadn't been ruled yet at that point, so yeah, they yeah. kept they kept changing it um, during the tournament. Yeah, that would be Yeah. <laughs> um, well, he's already told me I can, but now you're telling me I can't. So, um, yeah, yeah. Uh, Cool. Um, I like to see that we've got um, Han, Jake, and Wedge. It's always nice to see that. Oh, he flew that. Uh, Giovanni Di Rosso or Russo. Uh, yeah, I had it up. I just wanted to hear you saying the name. <laughs> I just think of the. Um, it sounds like the one from Karate Kid. He's De Russo, isn't he? I think. Oh. D- Daniel Larusso. La- La- yeah, Daniel Larusso. Yeah. La yeah. So yeah, like Han, Han, Jake, Wedge. It's a nice list. Trickshot, Kanan, R2-D2 on Han, and then Afterburners on Wedge and Predator on Jake. Yeah, that's three very solid pieces. I am surprised it did so well, though, to be honest. Yeah, just take all the upgrades off Han and Jake and you can fit a whole Wedge in. (laughs) (laughs) Don't tell Jack that. (laughs) He might actually come and start playing X-Wing again and nobody wants that. He'll start winning everything. <laughs> anyway, um, I was just going to say Pierre Buffier flew um, another um, variant on the Janowars um, Rebel beef list. So um, he had a Cassian Andor with Leia and uh, in a U uh, in a U wing with Leia and, and Crackshot, um, Crackshot Cassian or Wedge. Uh, Cassian's the one who allows you to take a f- stress off somebody at the start of the oh yeah yeah it's the one that combos with wings. Yeah, oh, it works quite well with Jan there, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. Yeah, because yeah. you just keep doing all the all the jank with Jan. Uh, but yeah, and then uh, filled out with a bandit squadron. So um, spending a lot more points on um, Cassian than uh, and then Wedge instead of Wolfara. But it's um, something Ollie pointed out on the on the Firestorm chat was it's it's fundamentally the same archetype, which is you've got Janors who you have to kill first, and then Wedge. Um, who you have to have enough left after you've killed Jan to be able to deal with Wedge. And do you, is the question, with a nice little eyebomb blocker in there. So yeah, it's a neat little so, list. Yeah, Wedge is one less red dice, but your opponent has one less green dice. So yeah. Balances out a little bit. And he's amazing. Because he's, mm. you know, he's, he's, he's in the good movies. So. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, just uh, mention quick mention to Nicholas God, who turns up in every tournament and um, does well in every tournament because he's a good player. Um, <laughs> so he's flown another version of his Torkel Mux, um, his Mux Swarm. So Mux, Jostero, Tyrannicolda, and uh, he's got a Star Viper in the fourth slot this time. Um, just the, the Black Sun Enforcer naked. So still got Snapshot on Tyranny, but he's got Zam Wessel on Torkel Mux now. So he's looking for those... Um, Cheeky double taps every so often with um, Torkel's big 180 arc, which is pretty dirty. Mm, I suppose you get to, or no, yeah, Torkel's the yeah multi crow, so he, he's got the extra force or focus to uh, mod the second attack as well, which is nice. Yeah, and um, yeah, he's gone cut. I think he went mm. top 16, maybe top eight with that. So pretty. Pretty standard run for, for um, Nicholas there. <laughs> Just casually make top eight at the nationals. Yeah, yeah. Nah, That's no, the guy, uh, I'm Django go and, and Zam Wesley uh, fire spray list as well. Which I'm surprised that that's done well. I didn't think double separatist fire sprays was going to be that great. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's a two fire sprays. Like the fire spray chassis and dial are both solid. Um, yeah, Django with a veteran tail gunner for potential little double taps. Yeah, so Third one for free tap. focus mods, bombs, yep. dead man switches. He's got Palpatine mm-hmm. on there on Django as well for putting the force on one of the fire spray. He's got force on both and of them. So Dooku, yeah, yeah. Dooku for uh, I'll just do a crit to you. Shenanigans. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, it's a good list. That. Um, do you want to um, shout out those? Um, Young Timo. Oh, we've already talked about Timo's list, haven't we? Really, um, two hundred point, point IGs. Yeah, I I actually really like his list. I'm not sure I could ever fly it. I I there's there's you know six too few ships in it, but um, <laughs> there too many named yeah. pilots for you. But exactly, exactly. <laughs> like the the versatility in the list is really really nice. Um, he did. He did advance sensors. The rig cargo shoot on two of my ships at one. Point. I mean, what was that? IG eight B and D, and just so... fell in love with the most expensive <laughs> upgrades. Yeah, he's, he's he's yeah yeah, and it's Timo, so he's a really good player. We know he is. So yeah, he must yeah. have flown his socks off though, really. Yeah, mm-hmm. but you know he's done that before, and he'll do it again. Well, hasn't he? You know. <laughs> yeah. Hey, hey Daryl, there's keep... a guy here making you jealous though. Dushikash, oh, Linus, oh, Stepanovakis. Oh, the guy who was playing the bombers? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Six Scimitar Squadron bombers with a, a mixture of missiles, of ion missiles and ion torpedoes. Yeah. Bomber generators, looked... thread tracers, delayed fuses. Yeah. Yeah. I had looked at ion missiles ages ago, whenever they were still three or four points, whatever they used to be. And. I had hummed and had over it, and it just didn't really seem to have enough. But now that ion missiles are only two points, and bomblet generator is only two points, yeah, I might go back and try the six. Um, I like, like the control variant with <laughs> ion torpedoes and ion missiles. And just yeah. pick something and make it go wherever you want it to go. Walk it off the board. Yeah. Um, <laughs> what about yeah. Um, what about this warthog and three red squadron bomber Y wings? With Wolfpack synchronized console, dorsal turrets, proton torpedoes um, on the Y wing. So basically, whatever you do, whatever you shoot at, it gets a target lock, and then it uses Warthog's rerolls to not have to spend the target lock, and then it launches as many proton torpedoes at you as it as it can. Yeah, um, I've attempted something similar in the past with like four Y wings with proton torpedoes, and who doesn't like rolling four dice at range three? At your opponent double modded, but um, yeah, like Warthog adds something extra. That's the one that your generics survive until the end of turn, even if they die. Is not it? Yep, yeah, that's the thing. Yeah. So, yeah. can't initiate yeah. kill those torps. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. yeah, so yeah, Nicholas beat him in top sixteen. So something's um, that that's a surprised to me genuinely because I'd have thought that those torps would have just nuked a couple of those scum ships off the board but um the red squadron are they the i2 or the i3 uh, i3 I- I- one of them they're they're lower I- initiative 
Yeah, I think they're probably I three, so they match Warthog. Yeah, it doesn't matter. It, uh, but, it doesn't uh, matter but yeah, but yeah, the Justero, Tyranny are all. Well, Mox is only I two, but yeah, I think the others are I three and four. Question mark? Maybe can't remember. <laughs> I don't fly Please. enough scum to remember ever all the scum initiatives. <laughs> I am surprised we haven't seen more Warg, so it's it's quite nice to see it, another one of the new ships doing well. I'm, I'm surprised yeah. we haven't just seen it everywhere because it, it seems like a good list. I think Darren flew it for a while. Not that list, but um, Warg and some arcs, I think it was. Yeah, I, I used it for a bit, and it's it's strong. Yeah, um, Warthog with Wolfpack. Very yeah, good. You, I mean, you don't even need the Wolfpack, to be honest. It's, it's nice, but um, you can stick... Um, three arcs. You can trade Wolf in for a Seventh Fleet Gunner if you want to. You can you can do all sorts of stuff with Warthog and basically just take up a position in the in the middle of the board and you just 4k and then one forward your arcs and then you 4k and then you one forward your arcs and you just keep shooting things that land in your kill box until they're dead um, or you lose and mm. you know that's you win more than you lose with that list. It's it's very strong jousting list but this is just a way to get off three double modded proton torpedoes and it's it's pretty dirty and then yeah well wolfpack definitely helps a lot with the uh, proton torpedoes because if they shoot into one of your y wings you're definitely going to be getting shot yeah um uh, these are all like they're all i2 i think because wolf um warthogs are two as well uh, oh no he's a three he's a three and the they're the y wings are all twos so oh okay um okay. Yeah, so uh, even if nothing else, Warthog can try and take a target lock. Um, but yeah, you shoot anything and you're getting shot by everyone um, mm-hmm. with Torps. So, uh, got to try and find um, that. For uh, the four Aztucs and the Bandit with Fred Tracer seems pretty nasty as well. Yeah, that, <laughs> that, that Bandit, that, that's the thing that um, Phil GC played against in the first round. And the oh, Bandit's it's... just there going, come on, shoot me, because uh, otherwise if you don't, um, these guys are all getting target locks on you um, and so you go and shoot the bandit and then you suddenly realise that he's only 24 points and the the four wookies which is the actual list is just fine having a single focus because there's four of them shooting at you every round yeah. um, because of their stupidly big arcs so it's, just, it's such a you list that <laughs> oh yeah 100% yeah I could imagine you flying that in an event I mean y- you look at the four Wookiees with Sabine or the four Wookiees with AP5 was really strong. And all you're doing is you're taking AP5 out because you can't afford them anymore because Wookiees went up in price. And how else can I get somebody to have two actions if I need to? Oh, look, I can stick Thread Tracers on the cheapest ship in the game. And if he dies, he dies. It doesn't matter because he's done his job of soaking fire for a couple of turns or, or for a couple of shots or even an entire round. And if he lives and he somehow has managed to keep his focus, then he's given these guys double mods. And if they shoot the Wookiees, then he's given the ones that are left double mods. So yeah, it's um, it's a nice list. He's yeah. also a uh, excellent Sunday killer. You know he always dies to little piddly shots like him. Oh yeah, those two, <laughs> two, two, two dice obstructed by a gas cloud, yeah. He's the ace hunter. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, don't have to worry about that shot. It's two dice obstructed at range three. <laughs> I'll, I'll dodge double all the crit. other arcs, but not <laughs> double crit. Direct. <laughs> in the whole, whole breach in the direct, yeah. <laughs> oh, man. I bet you own the ships to fly that as well, don't you? I don't, know. I've only got three. Um, oh, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> um, I've got the... I've got... I, I had to trade... I had to trade the cardboard for an E-wing cardboard because I've only got one E-wing, so I traded with... Um, I can't remember. The guy that always flew E-wings that's left stopped playing a while ago. Andy. Yeah. One of the Sith takers anyway that always flies E-Wings, just always, always flies E-Wings. And um, I traded uh, so that I could put three Aussie Tucks on the table at the start of second edition. And um, now it's four Aussie Tucks, but that entire four Aussie Tuck thing has happened online. So I felt absolutely no need to go hunting the cardboard and the ship for a fourth Aussie Tuck. And I don't think I ever will, to be honest, because I, I think if I'm going to stick a Wookiee gunship on the table, it's going to be Starvold Squadron and it's going to be Wolf Arrow. Yeah. For yeah. now. It's good. Um, like, I just spotted this. I know it's we're only going to do like the top 32, but um, it was like three Jedi Knights um, 
I hope we're not uh, going to do uh, another the, the next sixteen as well. No, no, I just I just spotted this. <laughs> I just want, I was just scanning through. Uh, I was going to close the tab, but I, I wiggled the thing. Jordan Nielsen. Yeah, uh, four Jedi Knights, all with Delta Seven B, and one's got the battle meditation. I think is that the coordinate one? Yeah, yeah. the yeah. double coordinate. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> that just looks annoying to fly against. I actually have seen that list without the battle meditation recently as well, somewhere else. Um, because you're essentially flying sort of four X wings with better dials. Um, and the free fourth mod. Yeah. No, uh, yeah. it just—it's not obviously. I wouldn't do well with that, but it just—I'm just surprised it all fits. Yeah. Uh, shout out to Dave Wynn, by the way, who we mentioned before, who um played in his first online X wing tournament. Um. Because he bought a laptop, so now he can. Um, he didn't. <laughs> he didn't do overly well, but um, he got his tournament in. So well done to him. He was flying them um, triple uh, Etas, um, Actus. Um, he just likes I mean, to punish himself. He loves. He loves Jedi. He likes the double repositioning. Um, so you know, he was flying the three of them with stealth devices and R fives and Predator. So Annie Obi Shack. So. It's a fair enough little list, and there was a few people went four and two, or three and three, or two and three with triple um, etters. So there's definitely something there. Um, yeah, we've seen it do well, haven't we? Um, yeah. I think we're flailing around now. Shall we? Uh, does anyone have any shout outs or plugs or anything before we leave? Um, um, I, something that I noticed on uh, Discord on the main thing was that a bunch of people um, put together a collection for. Uh, some of the FFG staff, uh, oh, which was really cool stuff. Yeah, I, I didn't notice that it was happening until it had happened, um, but I thought that was pretty cool um, that they'd done a, um, like a, let's just have a, a virtual whip round for um, Alex and uh, Matt Holland. Um, so they got that, uh, the outcome of that over the last couple of days and we're apparently blown away by the, the generosity and the thoughtfulness of the community. So it's uh, it was just a pretty cool thing um, that those guys did. I'm trying to find the name of the guy that um, organized it. He's one of the mods. Uh, it's going to go away. I can't believe I didn't see that. Uh, Xs one of the mods on um, the second edition um, Discord channel. So That's a really nice thing to do, to be fair. Yeah. Because I bet they haven't had much work over lockdown. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, all the best to um, Alex and Matt. Um, we also find out this week that Max Brooks has gone as well. Um, so, the um, or not Max Brooks? What's he called? The guy who writes all the words. Daryl, you'll know his name. The guy who writes all the words. The one, the one, the one who does the like the the, the Sam Wessel card with the three cards to explain all the text. Oh, it's not Max Brooks. It's the other Max. The other, the other Max, some, it's a something very similar surname as well. Yeah. So uh, yeah, it, it sounds like yeah, all the remember. FFG guys in Minnesota have, uh, have, have left or parted company with the move to AMG, which is uh, a shame uh, for them and a shame for a lot of the stuff that they've done in the past. And, and you know, it's grateful to them for their work on the game. Um, it does mean that we're going to see something very different from X-Wing in the next six to 12 months. Um, because the the entire dev team is changing, so we'll see how the game moves. Hope well. Like I've heard, I've heard good things about um, the was it Marvel Crisis Protocol. Um, so yeah. I'm assuming they all like the the dev team there have a background in other tabletop miniature games. So yeah, they do. Hopefully, yeah. they'll be able to carry the mantle and you know understand yeah, we, what the game is trying to do and continue to make it, but. Apparently they're from a like a is it War Machine or something? It's yeah, quite, yeah, it's yeah. quite a big and, a big um, game. Pri- so. Privateer Press, I That's think. That's the one. The yeah. Company. Yeah. Previous so, company. Yeah, so uh, the 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 lead designer for War Machine um, moved to AMG and is the lead designer for Marvel's Crisis Marvel Crisis Protocol and has now moved from that role to be the lead designer for X Wing. So. Oh, was they? Yeah. As well, long as they keep the whole pre-painted chip thing going, and I don't have to bother painting stuff and putting it together. I've <laughs> done that in the past. <laughs> I don't have the patience for it anymore. 100%. Um, 
somebody told me that on one of their because they do streams quite a lot and they answer questions while they're painting and doing yeah. um they've apparently confirmed that they are going to keep doing that with the x-wings yeah yeah as far as i understand they're very yeah. uh very good at communicating with the fans so hopefully we'll be able to actually get rules questions and stuff as much as like i liked everything ffg have done they, they weren't the best at getting communication out to us about things yeah yeah and you had to play uh spot the mistake on every article there was a leak <laughs> one it might not have been that easy to spot but it was there even the color the color of the line on the base of the rendering <laughs> that was sometimes the mistake. Oh, look, it's a TIE fighter and it's got a red base instead of a green base or whatever. So, anyway, yeah, you were right, Ben. We are flailing around now. But yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah I was just wanting to say, uh, yeah, thanks to everybody that was running that uh, Polish Nationals. So, Bartosz or everybody else that was helping him because it's good fun. And hopefully, there'll be more Nationals coming up in the new year since that one went so well. You know, if anybody in England or something wanted to run an English Nationals, I'd be playing it. <laughs> French, German, <laughs> somewhere else in Europe. Australian. Not, not some, no, 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 that, that seems like a night shift. You're not going <laughs> to go full actor, can then? No, no, no. no. I, oh, I don't have the sleeping pattern for that. <laughs> I don't think he sleeps. <laughs> I think that's the sleeping no. pattern you need. Probably, yeah. yeah. I'd also just like to remind anyone in in news uh, participating in the league at the moment that if if you do miss a game, just PM me the scores and I'll go back and update it. It's not a problem. Um, just send me your, like your league, the round number, and I can sort it. Yeah, I've actually, I think, possibly been doing that with my opponent this round. It's it's they're all random draws, so it's no problem. And yeah. yeah. You know, it's, it's just, just the fact that my, my work pattern and his work pattern, I don't think, uh, quite aligned. So. I'm sure at some point in the next few weeks we'll have uh, days off together where we can play. Because, you know, Christmas is coming up. <laughs> yeah, all that time in the house with loads of children running around. I'll still be getting one game in after 8pm. <laughs> still, still going to be it. Two, two weeks that we'll get one game in. I might get two in. I might have the odd one where I, where I stay up a bit later and um, try not to turn into a pumpkin. Push the boat out. Anyway, so it's <laughs> goodbye from me. Uh, goodbye from Rich. Ta-da. Uh, goodbye from Daryl. See you later. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time. Here's to you, raising class to everyone. Here's to them and all there is to come. Oh, they know it. Christmas time at And thanks for listening. So see you next time. Uh, let me say that bit again. See you next time. <laughs> You're not my time. Hold on. Is, 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 is this what this is turning into? <laughs> turning? Do I just leave the money on the bedside table? or uh... <laughs> No, you're giving Tim more editing to do. Stop it. <laughs> <laughs>